Sports Best Friends, Footy Smile Season, a podcast much easier to swallow than a jagged little pill. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T, views are my own, I'm recording those views in the Darren Centre of Excellence Studios and I'm a man once described as armed with a Bluetooth speaker. I'm also a member and advocate of Men of League Foundation. The Foundation is the charity of Rugby League. Its mission remains to provide a wide range of support to those within the Rugby League community who are in genuine need or are unable to overcome that need within their own resources. Men, women and children, the men of League Foundation will help. If you're keen to help out once or twice, chuck them a donation anytime through their website. Or, like me, you can grab an annual membership. They range from 25 bucks to 1000 if you've got the coin, and they give you the mem- the normal membership stuff, like stickers, key rings, that kind of thing. As well as, obviously, the sound sleep, knowing that you've helped someone else. Hit them up on menofleague.com and tell them Big T sent you. We are here with you over the pre-season to bring you some smiles. Each week, we feature an article from Footy Smiles and an old Big League article If you want to get involved in deciding which article we feature or comment on ones that we have done or just generally tell us how great we are, hit us up on the socials and drop us a rating wherever you're listening to this. And all your supporters turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, brah! Footy Smiles is the happiest social media account in the world of rugby league. It waves a positive flag high on Facey, Insta and Twitter and was created and curated by a man so lovely he makes apple pies blush. Jamie underscore 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 B. This week we're looking at the Panthers back in September. The post goes, It was no wonder the Panthers are on fire on the field when they are so relaxed and at ease off the field. Six-year-old Duraki from Dubbo is on the long road to recovery following a serious accident on his family's farm. With the support of Brent Naden and his loving family, he enjoyed his first ever NRL game at the Panthers beating the Bulldogs. The Panthers boys went above and beyond to make sure that he felt special. Brent Naden organised for all the players to come over and get a socially distanced photo. Then Nathan Cleary gave Duriaki a pair of his boots. He wanted to wear them straight away, not knowing they weren't the right size, <laughs> poor bloke. Thank you to the Panthers for making this brave young boys day. What an absolute beautiful story. Panthers did such a great job last year on the field, and it's so great to see they're doing such a great job off the field. Footy smiles. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Now for an article from the Rugby League, or sorry, the NRL's official mag, Big League. Articles from the dusty archive of print media were graciously donated by a man so generous, he once lent money to his shoe. It's Ma underscore Aaron. This week we are reading from June 2nd, 2011, and it's the cover of it was Farah. It starts now in the title. We'll be looking to feature this article, Fighting Back, this feature article, sorry, Fighting Back, written by Matt, oh, Matt Enkarashin. It's a long one, fam, so I hope you like reading. hope you like me reading. 
It must have been that time of the year again. You know that recognisable feeling of restarting your car a couple of times after a night in the cold? Or the relief you have when you remember to bring your fleece jacket to an icy night at the footy? There's also the much ado about nothing week-long hype around Origin, which in recent years has ended up in a week-long boasting rights for Queensland, and a week-long letdown for Blues fans, and the antagonising story of two... Sorry, the agonising story of two or two on a slow news day about your off-contract star players who just want to leave the code. Then there's the West Tigers, who have become the annual target for all kinds of lies and debauchery. One might cast their mind back a year when the Merge Club had just come off a 50-10 to 10 whopping by the Rabbits and had half a dozen key players sitting on the sidelines. Then there were all these rumours surrounding the star 5'8", Benji Marshall, being upset with the fine imposed by his teammates for being late to a recovery session. They spent three days holed up in camp to get away from it all, just before a season-defining clash with the Knights. This year, the black and gold haven't been smashed quite to the same extent of the year ago, but they might as well have. Oh, but they may as well have been uh, after Coach Tim Sheen's let fly at his men following their lucky 20-18 escape over the Panthers a fortnight ago. They still have a dozen star players out, and the ones they've left, the one they've got left, aren't exactly in dazzling form either. And although they've, they aren't bunkered down in a hotel after their tight loss to the Dragons last Sunday, rumours have again surfaced on Twitter around Benji Marshall being in altercations involving Bryce Gibbs and Liam Fulton at training. It kind of seems like Groundhog Day for the Tiger skipper Robbie Farah. It's really disappointing how these things start. Farah shares on Big League. There's someone out there who's got it in who's got it in there for us. Last year was the same thing. After we lost to South at the Sydney Cricket Ground, all these rumours came out about how there was in-house fighting and the Tigers were in turmoil and all this stuff. We came out and we proved people wrong. We won the next four games in a row. When you're losing games, people try and come up with an excuse. There's nothing like that going on here. We are the best mates and we're a really tight-knit group. If anything, those things bring us closer together. That's what's really disappointing. It's something we shouldn't have to deal with. It's pretty disgraceful. For some things that are being said and no one and no one likes to be brought into this kind of stuff. Disturbed by the amount of negative publicity, it has been, been reported by this club, will be the extraordinary step of taking legal action against those responsible for, for tittle-tattle. The, 20, the 27-year-old also blamed certain media outlets for giving the incident unnecessary attention. I don't even know how papers have the right to even publish that sort of stuff when really there's no substance to it, Farrah continues. I'm sure the club will do everything they can to make... Turning the page. To make sure the people involved are protected and find out why it happened. But look, I think every club goes through that sort of stuff when you're going through tough times. For us, being a Sydney club, we find ourselves in the media probably a bit more than other clubs. Sometimes that works against us, but there's nothing we can do about that. The media's part of the game, and we've got to keep the sponsors happy. Sometimes you've just got to shut it out. The media can be negative at times, but other times, when you're winning games, they're your best mates, and they're your best mates, and they're writing good things about you, and everyone feels good. The senior players have learned how to deal with this sort of stuff. It's more for the younger kids that haven't been exposed to this sort of stuff before. They've had the most trouble handling of it. That's where Farah, who's led the Cubs since the re-signing in 2009, will 
says he must enter the frame. Young squad members Andrew Fafita, 33 games. Lol, Simon Dwyer, 31 games. Robert Louis, <coughs> Tim Moulton, 48 games. Ben, Mur- ben Murdoch, Masilla, and Aaron Woods, 9 games. I love that. They're all still fairly raw first graders who have uh, to fill in where injuries have hit. I've learned to, ha- to handle players differently. Some players, some players can take criticism, some can't. Some guys need a pat on the back. But when other, th- uh, but when things go down, some guys like a kick up the backside. I've also learnt that I can't be as grumpy as I used to be. Farah says, but while the start of the season generally brings some unwanted attention on Farah's teammates, the Leichhardt Wanderers junior says last year's trip to the finals, their first in five years, oh God, will give the side confidence as they strive to turn around their current form. We know we've got it in us. But we can't rely on having the win to win five or six games in a row towards the back end of the year, he says. And it's not just that. We don't want to make the eight. We want to we don't want to just make the eight. We want to finish as high up as we can and give ourselves the best chance possible for a final series. We're on the edge of the eight at the moment, and if we don't start winning some games soon, we'll find ourselves slipping back out of the leader pack. Well there you go, that sounds like a story that could have been written now or last year or any time. So the Great to see excellent writing, obviously, from um, Matt and uh, Robbie being so open there with his media attention. I mean, uh, it's the same story. I guess it could have been written about a lot of teams. But it's great to hear some little uh, time warp things. Aaron, War- uh, Aaron Woods, nine games. Andrew Fafita, 33 games. Super cute. Beautifully written, Matt. Thank you, sir. Well, if you're big, you got to play big. Well, that's all the words we have written for this week. The podcast has one hand in their pocket. And the other one is wrapping us up. Enjoy your preseason for another week. And we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes. And we bloody love yous.